What's up, y'all? Just gonna get some things set up here and then we will be all good to go. Royalty free synth. That sounds interesting. Ah, sweet, and we get an ad right off the get go, but that's okay. Just make sure that this volume is low enough. Desktop audio, very low. All right, let me just take a listen here. Make sure that sounds good. 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 Make sure. Okay, I think that is going to rock for today. So that is a good thing here. And uh, welcome to the stream. This is episode 150, I want to say. So, you know, midway to that second century mark. We got some interesting lighting for, for today. Uh, I'm going to try and make it work with you guys. And, um, you know, we got a couple of quarterbacks on tap. We're just going to allow some time to, you know, let some people kind of join in if they want to. And uh, I will also be just doing a couple of little things to finish setting up here. So just stay patient with us and uh, we will be talking some football. Welcome to the chat. If you have anything to add for either of these players or comments slash questions go ahead and put them here that's my message to the chat so if you guys have anything to put in there i will try my best to address them as i see them but let's go ahead and just start setting some background here so i am going to be judging two freshman quarterbacks today uh, they are class of 25 guys and you know just to kind of go over what we're looking for in a quarterback. Here we got arm power. This is not only how far can they push the ball down the field, but also like the velocity on intermediate throws and kind of, you know, does it kind of have to float to get to places or can it have some velocity as well as how far can they push downfield? Arm accuracy, you know, this one's pretty straightforward. Um, does the ball get to where it needs to be? Does it make it receiver? Does it make a receiver's life easier? Stuff like that. Uh, timing on throws is not only is the ball where it's supposed to be, but is the ball when it's supposed to be. So, you know, on like in routes, is the ball being thrown now as they're making their cut? So that way, once they look up, the ball's right there for their catch or, you know, sideline throws are a good indication of this. Um, 
you know, the arm accuracy and timing can be similar, but they can also be separate. Uh, you can make a really accurate throw, but if it's late, then that's a different thing. So um, there's a little bit of a similarity, little bit of not a similarity here. Uh, overall mechanics slash fluidity, you know, what does that throwing motion look like? Do they engage their hips? How does their footwork look on their dropbacks? How does, you know, are they just throwing with their arm? Are they using their entire body? Are they using too many parts in one thing? What's that windup look like? Where does the football go? Ugh. Ah, I got to be careful with the demonstrations today. My neck's a bit sore from skiing. Uh, Decision-making skills. This one's pretty straightforward. Um, do they get the ball to their team more than the other team? Is that guy maybe the most open? Are they making multiple reads? That kind of stuff. Scramble ability. Can they pick up yards with their legs? Throw on the run ability. Um, this is big time, especially now with where football's at. Uh, you know, not only can they, you know, escape the pocket and can they run, but can they also deliver strikes while running? Pocket awareness. Can they sense pressure? Um, do they sense it on time? Do they have to be looking at it to sense it? Stuff like that. <clears throat> pocket movement. How well do they move inside the pocket? You know, once again, this can kind of be a footwork thing. Can they move the pocket? How well can they manipulate it? Uh, stepping up is the easy ex easiest example of pocket movement. And then frame slash size. Um, obviously, this is the thing that they should be probably the least concerned about as far as, you know, um, being freshmen. Uh, this is something that should probably increase over time. So... Well, almost I stopped the music for you guys my bad <clears throat> but all that being said you know we are going to start off with Ben Jamin aka Ben Noblet he is at uh, Palmer Ridge High School and so you know we he did send in a couple of film things you know this is his uh, regular season this is some practice but you know the first things that I kind of want to go over is this uh, initial film here um that, uh, well, this is where, you know, the offseason kind of starts, November 7th, right? And just kind of go through his Twitter a little bit here. Uh, you can see kind of his training regime. We had the pleasure of meeting him at Team Full Gorilla and mentioning him there. So we'll see some of that as well. So, you know, just trying to work on some of these little things here. And this will be a great indication for like his offseason mechanics and stuff like that. And uh, seeing kind of where it can go from here. Now, I want to preface this before we jump too far into Ben Noblet and um, Andrew Heidel here, that Andrew did play varsity snaps, and Ben, I'm pretty sure, was more of a you know freshman slash junior varsity kind of guy who maybe he got some snaps in, but just keep that in mind as I'm grading these guys that we are grading you know somewhat two different levels of football, uh, similar to the Beckham and the DJ Bordeaux thing. Um, Cameron Cooper was an interesting case because, you know, he had JV, freshman, and varsity film. But uh, I'm pretty sure Ben Noblet, for the most part, his film is going to be um, not as varsity riddled as maybe Andrew Heidel's is. So keep that in mind. And then when we go through these categories here, these 10 categories, it's going to be scored out of 100 with each category scoring in these ranges here. Just go over it real quick. You know, one through three needs improvement, absolute weakness in their game. Uh, Huge point of emphasis. Four to six, average. You know, I give out fours quite a bit if something is just, you know, not very eye-popping to me or it seems like, okay, you know, this is serviceable. 
um, on the high school level, but is still an area to work on. Seven to eight above average to good. You know, this is where we start getting into, you know, maybe some two-star ratings here for some of these categories. And it's like, okay, you know, like, he, this is a skill, you know, that they have and whatnot. Eight to nine, this is good to great. This is bordering on that three, almost four-star level of skill. This is very polished. This is very impressive. And, you know, this is something that I think can be a tool for them going forward. And then nine to ten, very good to elite. I mean... <laughs> That, that's four to five star talent. That's next level ready, basically. Um, if you don't see this score, don't be offended. These are literally freshmen. Um, oh, and then gotta insert one row below here. This is overall. Nope. Just overall. Nope. There we go. So that'll be the sum of all of these parts here. It's only a zero for now, so don't worry about it. But I'm gonna drag this rubric back over here for myself. So that way I can kind of grade and then I will show you guys kind of what my thinking is here. Oh yeah, look at that setup. Okay, but anyways, on to Ben Noblet here. Um, I will be taking a look through some of his off-season stuff for sure. But, uh, you know, we did first see him at Team Full Gorilla Tryouts. He's highly invited, you know, look at a couple of invites for Grub Red Zone Showcase that ended up getting pushed back. And so I think he recently just did that. And then, you know, the Polynesian Bowl as kind of a showcase and combine, more practice stuff. Um, another great team guy. Uh, that's something that Andrew and Ben both have in common. They promote their teammates uh, whenever possible. So um, here we got some kind of throw on the run work here. He works out with uh, McChesney uh, out there at 6-0. Uh, this was the very first clip of us kind of discussing. Find him on Twitter, Noblet Instagram. Here. Go ahead and give him a follow. Dude is talented. I've known about him since like, shoot. This Simon's the big Ben Noble guy. We did, uh, go uh, do some working out with our boy Matt Segovia from TCA. You know, and um, he's someone There's who doesn't really stop working. I love his work ethic. And you know, going into this thing, I mean, there were definitely a couple Palmer Ridge guys. Palmer Ridge has a very strong connection with Team Full Gorilla. You know, obviously. Uh, Luke McAllister was with them. Ty Evans, this is going way back, but in their first season ever, Ty Evans was one of their quarterbacks. Oh he my played lord! Palmer Ridge and so, no Ben Noble, you know, having the yeah, there's that. Oh my, let's get this throwing. But in their McAllister was with them. Ty Evans, this is going way back, but in their first season, could even control Ty myself and um, quarterbacks. Oh no, just a, a lot of fun to see Ben at those TFG tryouts and to kind of get to talk to him and whatnot. Then this is, you know, some QB hit list stuff. Um, I think that this is basically another showcase um, for Ben here Then lots of practice stuff here. So we'll kind of take a dive through all that stuff um, more here in a second, but um, you know, let's go ahead and jump into the film that he did send us here. You have uh, the 2021 season. So this is on YouTube. You can just look up Ben Noble, the 2021 season, I guess. 
Um, just see Spencer is the, is the page. But let's go ahead and start grading uh, Ben Noble here. So good one to start off here. Great display of arm power. And right here is a good kind of example of like maybe timing, right? The arm power is great. The accuracy is great. The receiver is kind of adjusting to the ball for maybe no reason here. He probably could have kept running, but um, I mean, a good ball nonetheless. All right, rolling out right. Nice air, gets that foot in for the touchdown. Great catch too, by the way. Shows awareness of pressure, stands tall, hard to bring down, ends up turning up field here. All right, we got to drop back, roll out right here. Plants and then throws. Nice, receiver kind of has to slow down a little bit to catch it, but nice arm power. Look at this throw between these two defenders here. This is a great throw. So kind of a high snap, but this has got to be a pre-snap read against Pueblo West here because he looks and he knows, you know, this guy has to shove him off, then it's his own, and I can squeeze it in right here. This is a great throw. Um, in the only place where this receiver can make a play on it without throwing an interception. And then upfield. I might question the decision on it. Able to evade the pressure, roll out, complete a pass. We got a read option here. Comes it back across the field, switches hands, shrugs off a defender. Gosh, he just is so much stronger than a lot of these players at this level. Um, so many missed sacks, which, you know, I don't know will necessarily translate as much to the next level, but, or, you know, the varsity level, but it's still good to see that. Okay, so I think that this is more of a... I want to say this is almost a combination of timing and accuracy here. You know, this is a great pass. This receiver has got these guys beat, but this ball should be here at like the 42 yard line because this receiver has to slow down catch it like this and then boom he's going to get tackled right versus if you put the ball you know like further here and he doesn't have to turn around to make a play on it like the fact that the receiver has to adjust to this ball um is an area of critique for me as far as accuracy and maybe timing but uh, maybe a little bit more accuracy on this one. Um, let's go ahead and fill out some of this for myself while I'm here. Um, you can't do that. Oh, I should let this keep playing. Whoa, don't do that. So that kind of set us back a little bit, but I was missing between two different things. But all right, back to this. Oh my gosh, what a throw. I want to watch that one again. I know that this happened earlier, but rolling out right just finds this guy who's open. Back to this throw. Remember, just push a little bit more downfield. This is a good time to kind of analyze his mechanics, too, because, I mean, he has all day in this pocket. They're rushing three. Um, Palmer Ridge has a great offensive line coach. 
So, you know, just watching his step back here, kind of crosses a little bit, then keeps his feet active. I love to see that. And then it looks like he's using this plant foot very well. Let's see how he transitions his hips and arms into this throw. This ball seems like it might go low here. Oh my lord. What a horrible misclick. Okay. I just I just want to watch something in slow motion. I just want to see all the details here. That is all I want to do. Okay. Take two, but now my browser isn't working. Okay. That's a really good release, honestly. He keeps that arm up high. It's pretty nice. Way to crowl in that snap. Way to stay on your feet. Kind of don't love the constantly going backwards, but not a whole lot you can do. Oh my gosh, he's getting hit by three guys here. What a dot that he delivers there. Way to hang tough in the pocket. Good sling. He can make a lot of throws. Honestly, his arm power is... The first thing that's jumping off to me on this film he could just squeeze it into a lot of tight windows he can push it downfield i think that anytime a deep ball um maybe messed up it has nothing to do with arm power that's a sweet throw over the middle don't know if they caught it but that doesn't matter rolls back out to his left now see this is a this is good right here um for a little bit of coaching and critique here so i want to say this is against vista peak so he's got like some sort of flood concept here. Feels the pressure, right? Feels the pressure without having to look at it. So that's that's pretty good pocket awareness, honestly. I can bump up his pocket awareness a couple points from that. But anyways, back to this video here. Rolls out left. Does a great job of squaring up to his target. Got the ball up here. All right, let's see. All right. The only issue that I might have here is he decides to go here when it feels like this receiver has this guy beat, honestly. Um, you know, you're throwing it where two people are versus if you lead this guy a little bit more. Sure, you have to make sure that the ball beats this guy here, but I feel like this guy, if he's in this position, is probably already beat. So maybe not in love with the decision here. Um, but kind of nitpicky he still makes an incredible throw here to squeeze it in oh that's basically triple coverage so yeah not in love with the decision there but nonetheless a good throw nonetheless uh, a fairly good throw gonna edit some things here and then no honestly this isn't too bad so let's keep going along here all right Roll out right. Just gonna these steps. These steps seem a little close together. Um, just a minor thing to point out. Let's watch this wind up here. This is a pretty fast release, honestly. Keeps that ball up nice and high, right by his head. Oh. You love to see that. You love to see the ball going straight up. Oh, quick release. It'll only get faster, too. It'll only get faster. Pushes it downfield. Finds this guy. That should be a score. Oh, we got, like, turf cam. Hmm. 
Not really me like the players. I feel like it is to this guy. But also, I don't know. Maybe this guy's just overplaying his part of the field a little bit too much. But I mean, still a catch. So, not going to put that on Ben too much. Here we got a run, a nice juke move, nice cut, and that's a score. All right, so that is Ben Noblitz um, opening film here. And just to kind of circle back here a little bit, let's go ahead and just kind of look through some things that he's working on here. Um, this looks like it was on February 27th. Oh, that's Joseph Kaplan. Good, reset. Get moving. Sprint, sprint. He's a great. Reverse, reverse, reverse. He's a great. All right, here we go. Nice, quick release. The classic broom. I can never forget about James Winston when watching this stuff. Um, here where you have him out on the field. His arm power is seriously not... Uh, his issue. He has a very strong arm. I mean, just look at the velocity that he's able to generate. I know that this is without pads here, but uh, even then, that comes a little bit close to the receiver. Like, too close to their body. That's a nice throw. Okay, we got some lifting numbers here. Perhaps. Nice throw. I'm getting a little too engaged here. I can feel myself leaning in. Oh. Nice, okay, so he's working a lot of that kind of deep corner route, it looks like. It's nice that he has uh, a buddy to throw with. Then, you know, invitation to uh, the Blue-Gray All-American Combine. That's a pretty big deal. Um, he gets to throw a little bit more with uh, this guy E here. Um, and like I said, Andrew and him are both really good about you know, spreading the awareness, thanking their teammates, shouting out their guys, and everything like that, which, you know, it's good to see out of these young guys to see, you know, big-time leaders. You know, Ben here still doing it, you know, maybe on that JV level, uh, occasionally that varsity level when, you know, blowouts arise. But uh, Andrew Heidel doing it, you know, throughout the year on that varsity level and showing a lot of accountability. Um, we got another camp invite here. Let's see, we're getting into March, so we're getting a little bit closer. Um bunch of camp invitations here highly touted you know what i mean i think that that's something that you know mcchesney does a pretty good job with his guys of doing is making sure that they're scouting as well and that they have everything they need to promote themselves um let's see this this just happened the other day so this was you know the prep rub zone showcase getting ready for the combine stuff like that Let's see, April 2nd, we're almost there. We're almost all the way there here. All right, so this is his last practice, I wanna say before the combine. So this is a good time to watch some mechanics stuff. See, there are balls just a little close inside to the body, yeah, especially from these outside. Where's the slide gonna start? Where's your squeeze gap right now with your quarterback under center? Good job. So draw that Louie call from the two eye over. Perfect. And that puts the steal, right tackle uh, in the defensive end right there. Here, call. But it's also nice Rock to see the quarterback call. And then what happens if that you know, Mike linebacker breaks like Chesney's in? linemen are literally the smartest linemen in the state. So it's no surprise that, you know, um, Ben here is able to capitalize on some this. All right. So this says timing. Okay. So pushing it a little bit more outside now. 
Way to get it to him on his cut. A little high, but that's all right. Okay. Quirky. That's a little too close to the sideline for, and like I said, you know, this is off season work. So we're gonna try and assess it as best as we can, but also take it with a grain of salt. That's a great throw. That one that he was able to corral in. And you know, accuracy on these outside throws is very, very important. And so is timing here. That's a nice throw. I like that right there. I like what I'm seeing there. This timing, maybe a little late on that, but you know, it looks like he's, you know, improving on it. And, you know, trying to address it more than anything else, which I think is, you know, out of everything in his game, what I think he probably needs to work on the most. <clears throat> Scrolling up a little bit here, do, 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 you know, um, lots of quarterbacks at this prep red zone showcase that uh, Coach Mason and Coach V were able to make it out to. So hopefully you got to say what up to those guys. And we'll be breaking down more guys from that prep red zone showcase for sure. All right, this must have been the prep red zone camp here. But before I do that, I'm just going to show you his height and frame. Six foot and a half inch, 180 pounds. That's a solid, solid frame, um, you know. And I think he still has a lot of growing to do. So, you know, I'm not really too worried. The fact that he's already 180 pounds is big time. Um, all right, so here is the prep red zone camp stuff. So let's go ahead and take a watch at a gander at that. And uh, then I think we'll be ready to discuss my final grade here. Um, I may want to double check some things before I do such a thing, but I'm gonna mute myself just to let you guys enjoy this.
Oh my goodness. My bad, fellas. Um, okay. Okay, let's go over that again. That was kind of a nightmare. Ben Noblet, 64.4 overall. Uh, arm power, not worried about it. Arm accuracy, 6.6. .6. Sorry, Jesse and uh, A. Spencer. Let's see, what time did you guys try and tell me that? Yeesh. Um, arm accuracy, you know, he's pretty good at getting it to the wide receivers, but... Uh, Maybe just needs a little bit more work here. We'll go ahead and pull this up one more time. Uh, just needs work at getting it away from the receiver's bodies. Timing on throws, this is his hardest thing. He just doesn't really lead receivers, uh, especially on these outside routes. It ends up kind of close to their bodies a lot of the time. Um, you know, I am giving him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt based off of his off-season work here. But, you know, during the regular season games, this was, you know, the thing that he needed to work on the most. Overall mechanics fluidity, he has incredible mechanics. Honestly, the only thing I have to complain about here is that maybe his base gets a little too tight and that his footwork, you know, could improve a little bit, but being a little nitpicky here. Uh, Decision-making skills, this took a little bit of a dip, um, you know, based off his regular season stuff, that's what I have to base most of it off of. And there were a couple of throws where I was like, why are you throwing it to that guy instead of, you know, more open guy or going through a few more reads here. Um, also, it's, you know, not exactly varsity football, so I don't want to give him, you know, like a increased multiplier. Scramble ability is at a seven. You know, I think that he's an incredible athlete. I, I know. I know, and I just addressed it. Anyways, some technical difficulties. Um, scramble ability. He's a good scrambler. Oh, goodness gracious. Apologies, listeners. I kind of fumbled the bag here a little bit. Is the video buffering? No, it is not buffering. But uh, anyways, back to Pet Noblet here. Um, he's a good runner. 
you know, I just don't know if he's going to be able to truck people, you know, when they start to become more his size. So that's why he's sitting at a seven rather than an eight. Throw on the run ability, you know, his timing and accuracy issues become a little bit more apparent when he's throwing on the run. I think that he can be a little bit more late throwing on the run. So it's just a little bit more amplified. His pocket awareness slash pocket movement. You know, uh, I think that he senses pressure pretty okay, but maybe he can identify blitzes and stuff before the snap or know where his weaknesses in the line are. His pocket movement, I did increase from around a 5.8 to a 6.2 just because he does a good job of trying to stand tall in the pocket and showing a lot of poise. Then, you know, his overall frame slash size, he's six foot, half inch, 180 pounds. Good size for a freshman quarterback. So I gave him a 6.9 here, uh, almost, you know, great. Uh, like I said, not too worried about that. Overall grade, 64.4. Um, let's just go ahead and put in the chat uh, a thank you here. What is going on here? How do I get out of the community? Back to the chat. Um, guys, sorry for the mute. We are audible again. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, overall grade of Benjamin Noblet here. Grade of Benjamin Noblet, 64.4. So, I bet Mason and Simon tried to call me. Yeah, Simon, unmute. Yo, you muted the stream. Yo, you're muted. Missed call from Mason, mute. Yep, that was a great fumbling of the bag. Let's see, that was... 11 minutes ago. Good grief. I am so sorry, guys. <laughs> well, I was in my zone here, but, uh, you know, at the end of the day, mute or not, Ben Noblet here sitting at a 64.4. This is a great grade, I think, for a freshman. Um, honestly, it looks like he's working on the timing stuff. It looks like he's working on the decision-making stuff. So I just encourage him to be working on a lot of the same things. And, you know, this could ease... He has a lot of upside here. And Palmer Ridge football... I think that the biggest thing you could do here is just keep, you know, uh, keep him happy because you can win state championships with Ben Noblet at quarterback. He has, and another thing is that a lot of these things can easily improve because his mechanics and fluidity are already so good. It's not like he has to tweak a lot of things with his throwing motion to fix these things. A lot of it's just going to be practice, throwing a handful of routes, and he's in a system that does like to throw the ball, but also has a balanced offense. He's going to have a solid running back. He's going to have good receivers and good athletes out there. And he's going to have a good line in front of him because the Monument Moving Company is, you know, a dynastic thing of a ton of great offensive linemen who, you know, just come to play. They have, you know, uh, their, their pancake meals and whatnot. So he's in a great environment to win a lot of state championships, improve the things that maybe he doesn't have ironed out so much, and um, overall take some big strides at the QB position. So overall grade, 64.4. Uh, I could see him becoming a three-star guy pretty easily uh, once he gets in there. So, Okay, now that I've embarrassed myself, um, let's go ahead and check out Andrew Heidel out of Ponderosa High School. And, you know, let's go ahead and drag this back over here. Go full screen with this stuff. But um, Andrew Heidel... He's um, he's a good football player. I mean, as you can see, six foot one, 175 pounds, 1,498 passing yards, 17 touchdowns. 
And I surprisingly was the only guy who did not get to see him live. Um, Mason saw him, I want to say, in the Palmer Ridge game. So, you know, there's that, the Palmer Ridge comeback. Um, and he said that he looked pretty good. Simon got to see him during the Vista Peak prep game where he got benched. So, you know, it was a little bit of an up and down season. I mean, he only threw seven picks. So, you know, that will be considered. Um, but, you know, maybe taking a look at his completion percentage. And then unfortunately, uh, Ponderosa is one of those schools that counts sacks as negative rushing yards. So it says that he had negative 23 yards on the season and one touchdown. I'm just going to watch the film and see how his, you know, how his uh, ball protection skills and whatnot go. But uh, yeah, now that I am finally not muted, good grief, I was muted for like at least 15 minutes. Yikes. Apologies about that, guys. But uh, let's go ahead and jump into Andrew Heidel here. You know, a you know newcomer of the year candidate here on the 4A level. He had a... And, and this is the kind of stuff I'm talking about, right? Like, he shows interest in Colorado football. He's you know, talking about Braden Dorman stuff. He thanks Colorado Prep Report. He retweets, you know, his teammates' commitments and stuff like that. Right here, he's shouting out all of his teammates here that made it possible for him to be a newcomer of the year candidate. He's, you know, just always, sub he's just such a hype guy. Um, let's see here. Is he on this uh, quarterback stuff? Oh, there's Alex Birch and there's Andrew Heidel. So uh, QB hit list stuff uh for pro style quarterbacks uh we did a breakdown of alex birch so go ahead and check that out and uh now we're doing andrew heidel here ranked at number 45. you have uh coach wes here shout out to prep red zone and coach wes as always for you know um putting on some fantastic players and he wrote about him here in this article to do, 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 do more retweeting his commitments retweeting a successful wrestling season it looks like and then, you know, he trains with Fairchild. So this is his Twitter. Go ahead and give the guy a, file, a follow at Andrew Heidel QB. And let's go ahead and watch his regular season highlights. And then we will watch his postseason highlights and then uh, count for his stats and whatnot and uh, give him a grade here. All right, so empty set. You'll love to see that. Kind of throws off his back foot, but this is a good throw here. This is a great way to start off your highlight reel. You know maybe sense this a little bit he's too busy kind of reading this rather than noticing the pressure here but he does a great job of noticing it and then knowing that he's got his guy beat because this guy is frozen here what a throw i think that's that big body receiver too all right so we got a pistol look Seeing some arm power here. Way to lead your receiver. Nice touchdown throw. All right. I think this is against Heritage, I want to say. Maybe not. Okay, look at that. I like this ball here. Okay, so first off, receive the snap here. Okay. Senses this pressure. This is a great pass rush here. So steps over to his right. And just puts enough air on this ball where, you know, this linebacker can't make a play on it. He understands the matchup, I think is really important here. And puts it just in bounds enough where his receiver can actually take one more step and turn upfield and score a touchdown on this. That's a fantastic, 
accuracy and timing throw. He doesn't usually sense the pressure until it's in his face. That is probably why he's gotten a handful of sacks this year, but way to escape and, you know, climb the pocket and gain some yards on that. Okay, once again, the pressure is already there. Over here by the sideline, squeezes it into a nice window. This is against Legend here. Finds his big body target here. That guy was like six foot six. Um, spacing on his name right now, but he's a nice target to have as a freshman QB. Oh, okay, so there's, there's that matchup again. So he understands his matchups really well. Gosh, there's just so much immediate pressure. This is a very accurate throw here. Over the linebacker, inside. You know, it's a little high and tight to that shoulder, but it's better than, you know, making him dive inside and getting lit up by the safety. Gives the receiver enough time to make a play on this ball. That is a very accurate throw. Very accurate throw. Then the receiver gets to make a couple of plays here. All right, so this is the Palmer Ridge game. Quick snap, pump fake, and nice throw. Maybe the pump, here, does this route take a little too long? Is that, that's a pretty fast route. And I mean, he's releasing it on time. Yeah, maybe just a little bit less lob if possible, uh, cause he does kind of get crunched here by probably Anthony Costanzo. Um, so you don't want to leave your receivers out to dry, but that's a really good throw. Very accurate throw, nonetheless. All right, drop back. Nice back shoulder. Excellent placement. Very accurate passer here. That's the first thing that jumps off the film. Kind of throwing off his back foot here, but his guy, you know, makes the play, gets the first down here. That's excellent arm power. I don't know if his, if this play is supposed to be one read. Like, I understand that you like the matchup, but I am not in love with throwing it where three people are heading. I kind of like the idea of hitting, you know, uh, no, this guy doesn't even move. Does he? Is it just like a smoke? Or you have this guy coming up. I don't know nitpicky just being a little nitpicky here all right nice throw over the middle lots of targets number 41 with that big frame good timing way to get it in there i'm eager to see what life looks like without 41 for uh andrew idol here I mean, he does complete passes to other guys, especially that freshman wide receiver, Max Mervin. Okay, all right. I understand that this was a touchdown catch, but you should never in a million years throw this ball. It's third down and deep. I understand that, but you're in the red zone, okay, because you're at the 18-yard line. So... You know, if you don't have a good kicker, this is four down territory. If you do have a good kicker, you can still get points here. And he just lets this rip. Everything is pretty well covered. I mean, he understands the matchup. I'll give him that. I'm pretty sure. Is this 41? No, I don't think it is. But 
He mosses this defender, and that's cool and all. Decision-wise, I don't like this decision. This is double coverage in the back of the end zone. I know that he puts the ball in a place where his receiver can make a play here. But, you know, maybe like... Let's see. What do we got here? So we got max protect. I mean, you got to see that they're playing way back. So maybe twist this back. Run up this sideline maybe. Gain as many yards as you can there. Because you start running this way. And then this defender keys in on it. And then this guy starts to step forward. That's probably Bryson Torrey if I had to guess. Great throw. Just not in love with the decision. And that's something that, you know, we'll probably talk about the most with most young quarterbacks is the decision making. All right. I love the tuck and run here. So he can, he can scramble. He can scramble just a little bit. Probably pick up some first downs for you. Um, nothing too spectacular, but, you know, I think it's serviceable at the bare minimum. Nice throw. Let's see, does he go through reads on that play? Let's take a look. We still have one more video to watch after this. It's his playoff highlights. No, but he knows where he got it. Yep, good throw. Way to make him stop and not keep pushing him towards the edge. This is once again, once again against Legend. Let's see if the chat's saying anything. Nope. The chat is not telling me that I'm muted, so that's good. All right. So, now we got the playoffs here. Um, actually, I'm just going to kind of let this replay for a second while I go through and give them some grades pre this. That's a good play right there. The awareness is just not really there. And then he's six foot one, 175 pounds. He's basically the same as Ben here, size wise. So, okay. Now that that's been taken care of, let's go ahead and watch his playoff film and see what the grades look like there. All right. Nice pass. Way to hang in tough. I mean, look, he gets lit up on this very first play, but he at least stands tough. And so I, I give him a little bit of kudos for that. It just blitz, blitz, blitz. I want to say this is Chatfield, so this is the state champs. All right, we got an empty look here. Big guy in motion. Good blitz. Running backwards, running backwards. Not great for pocket movement. 
at least tries to make a play here on fourth down to convert. Way to roll out, directing traffic. That's a pretty sweet throw. <clears throat> That's a sweet throw. Oh my gosh, run! <laughs> Wonder if we'll get the Aurora Central highlights where Max Mervin had like 10 catches. All right, let's drop back here. That's good pocket movement. Now, I this is a really accurate throw, but like, Oh, what is this play design? Why are there four people in the middle of the field? That's a weird play design, but... Okay, some Aurora Central highlights. Here we go. So he's facing off against, you know, a pretty stout Aurora Central defense. One that almost won them league. Great velocity on that ball. Once again, I feel like they should let him make more reads here. Because I know he's going with the first matchup that he sees, but I think that this guy probably ends up a little bit more open, don't you think? He's wide open. Max Merman was on fire then that game, to be fair. So, 10 receptions, like 110 yards, I want to say, and a couple of scores. Okay, we saw that one. So he's already got a playoff win under his belt, which is big time. Let's see. What does the field look like here? I like the throw. I like the decision, I should say. It needs a little bit more velocity on it. It feels like he really needs to lob it to to get it to some places here. So improving that arm power just a hair here this season might not be a bad idea. Way to reset and square up to your receiver. That's awesome. Okay, I'm not going to mute this time because I clearly won't remember to unmute, but uh, let's just play his regular season highlights and uh, finish ironing ironing out some of these grades here. Good gravy. Bodie Boffer. That goes a little far back, but that's being kind of nitpicky. Uh, no, he has a hitch. He has a hitch. Throws off his back foot quite a bit too. Nice way to engage your hips on that throw, kick it up a little bit. I see a lot of quarterbacks doing this kind of jump throw on the run these days. Way to stand strong. Yeah, that's pretty fair. I'm even gonna go here.
Now keep in mind, once again, when I do these grades, that Ben Noblet played, you know, freshman JV ball for the most part. And, um, stop it. And Andrew was thrown into the fire and flames, uh, kind of splitting time, you know, kind of off and on a little bit here at Ponderosa getting varsity snaps. So consistent snaps are going to do him a lot of good. Um, so just remember that when looking at these grades, maybe don't look at it so side by side as much because there are two different levels of football being played here. Um, so I just want to put that out there. But there are improvements to be made here for sure. See if Simon's letting me know anything. Nope. That's a six, 5.6. That is gonna be at that level. And that's gonna be at that level. Okay, we got final grades here for Andrew Heidel. Remember, two different levels of football, so keep that in mind. But I am going to explain everything. So, like I said, you know, his arm power, he can push it down the field, but I do have some concerns with how much he has to lob it sometimes. I think that he needs to get a little bit stronger and this could easily jump up to like a 7-2. His arm accuracy, I say that this is easily his strongest trait. He's a very accurate passer. He can get the ball, you know, into a receiver's catch radius very well. I think that he's pretty on the money a lot of the time. And, you know, any struggles that we might see would be more on timing. I think that his timing is okay. Um, he does squeeze it into some really tight windows. And I think that that's a big timing thing more so than maybe an arm power thing. Uh, just because he has such a good chemistry with his wide receivers that was highly evidenced this year and he trusts his receivers to make the play I mean that throw right there is like an eight on timing, you know that one against heritage But then maybe sometimes it's not as good. So just more consistency is what I'll have to see from this timing on throws um, Honestly, you can put it at a six seven uh, Overall mechanics slash fluidity. He does have a little bit of a hitch when he throws I bet that we'll see it a little bit here. Well, this is a throw on the run so exclude that one. I think it was this very next play where you can kind of, but I do like how he stands tall in the pocket. He plants his feet. You know, he does a lot of things well. Um, he throws off his back foot a lot, which is something that I'm not a huge fan of. And that did dink his overall mechanics slash fluidity, but he does do a lot of things right. Um, you know, I think that that's maybe even a little harsh. I just have a thing against hitches, honestly. So I always grade hitches a little hard. But he does a lot of things really, really well and shows a lot of maturity in a lot of ways. This is like his biggest area of improvement to me. There are a lot of throws where I'm like, why are you throwing it there? There are, I mean, he threw seven interceptions this year. He overall had like 11 turnovers. There are a lot of windows that he should be throwing to. He's doing a lot of one read kind of things. Don't like any of that. I think that Ponderosa, you know, maybe they simplified it because he's a freshman. But uh, also, you know, if you're going to be running a quarterback out of an empty set, you know, uh, give him reads to do, give him things to go through, give him some, give him some, you know, freedom here a little bit. Um, and we'll see a lot more of that. But uh, I do hope that this is something that he's working on in the offseason because, you know, the, the TD to INT ratio does not accurately reflect some of the poor 
uh, decisions of people who he's passing to. In addition, this is also a little nerfed here because of the, you know, consistency of which he targeted, you know, that big, I have to look it up because it's going to drive me nuts. He was, I watched his film too. Um, football stats. As soon as I see his name, I'm going to lose my mind. No, not California. Ball 21, 22. Stats. Player stats. Receiving. Tongren. Alex Tongren. Yeah. I want to see what life looks like with Alex Tongren, maybe not in the fold, because he did target him a lot due to, you know, no. Alex was like, I want to say 6'5 or 6'6. Six, six. A good big bodied receiver to be sure but maybe he targeted him a little too much just because he liked the matchup and so that's where i want to kind of you know push him a little bit there is to you know spread the ball out as well you know and max mervin on that uh aurora central game obviously max was on fire so running the hot hand nothing wrong with that but i want to see spreading the ball out quite a bit scramble ability um He's capable of scrambling. It's nothing spectacular. I mean, this is a good example. He's right around average. Um, he's not, doesn't appear overwhelmingly fast, but you know, he can do it. So that's what lands him at this average rating here. Uh, throw on the run ability, 5.6. Um, there's not a whole lot of it to be fair. And you know, uh, you know, we can bump that up to a 5.7. I think that he shows some accuracy, but also some of the things that he's maybe not as good at, you know, like his overall mechanics start to rear and um, stuff like that. Pocket awareness. This is out of 3.7. He feels pressure when it's there. It's not great. He can see pressure coming at him and still doesn't, I don't think, physiologically react that well. Um, and then four fumbles on the year that he lost something gives me an idea that that's from him not sensing that pressure in the pocket and being stripped of the football that's way too many fumbles that's way 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 too many fumbles gotta cut that down study the film know where the pass rush is going to come from you have some big guys in front of you see if you can you know help them out as well if you see a blitz by calling it out being like hey watch the mic watch the mic or something like that um just so you kind of know where the pressure is going to be coming from how that impacts your read, how that impacts your footwork. And I also think that, you know, being more aware in the pocket and having better pocket movement is going to help his overall mechanics slash fluidity because he won't have to throw off his back foot so, so much. Um, I gave him the same frame size score. I know that he's, you know, a half inch taller, but he's a couple pounds lighter. No big deal. Still has a good frame. Uh, pocket movement. I just don't see a lot of maneuvering in the pocket. I don't see him stepping up. I don't see him kind of stepping side left right so his pocket movements and his decision making skills they all need to come a long way honestly i recommend doing tire drills ladder drills for you know your footwork and stuff like that uh movement in the pocket just getting those feet up and you know um maneuvering around cones with the ball in your hand just doing a lot of movement drills specifically um obviously he's going to be stronger this next year i so i think his arm power is going to take a huge step forward but the decision-making skills, watch film, watch film, watch film, watch the film of your interceptions a lot and understand what you're doing. Even watching this film, 
you you know can throw it to highly contested areas at times and even if you have the matchups that's not necessarily a good thing because as you progress if you want to be a next level quarterback if you're throwing to a three-star guy there's going to be a three-star guy covering him okay so these are things that you need to keep in mind when assessing defenses make pre-snap reads as well see if that helps out a little bit um you know there are times where you make good decisions and you show potential and you did throw more touchdowns than interceptions which is a good thing however you do just have you know some instances where you're just turning the ball over way too much um at the end of the day you did win the job from a senior but you also potentially got benched from time to time and you know were a little streaky so to, in order to be more consistent you have to iron out you know your targets i mean it's tough when your first game is against legend that doesn't help your td to int ratio but you know as the season went on he did a better job at making decisions but also i think that his chemistry took such a step forward that you know maybe he got away with some worse decisions is kind of how i'd say that um he could be a little bit more athletic, but I'm not super concerned about it. I think that he's a very accurate passer. His accuracy can be four-star by the time he's, you know, entering junior year. Um, maybe even five-star potential. His accuracy is there. There's a lot of other things kind of lacking. Um, that's kind of all I have on Andrew Heidel. Um, so I'm going to put Andrew Heidel, or overall grade overall grade of Andrew Idol, And this isn't a bad place to be. 56.5. Uh, the decision-making is big. The decision-making in the pocket stuff is big because, you know, these like three categories that add up real fast, uh, 12 points at a potential 30 scored, that's where you take a big hit with points. Um, I think that the arm stuff is there. Um, I think that more consistency, more snaps will help out. Like I said, he can make the throws, but should he be making some of the throws is the biggest question with Andrew Heidel. So that is our two quarterbacks on tap for the stream tonight. Apologies to the listeners who couldn't listen to anything because I was on mute. And apologies to uh, Mason and Simon who noticed that I was on mute and Destin who also wanted to let me know I was on mute. But, uh, these things happen. Uh, that was all for, for uh, you know, Ben's film breakdown. Um, you know, honestly, there's. I went over everything a second time, so it's not a big deal. It's not like you guys really missed out on anything. Give Andrew Heidel a follow. At Andrew Heidel QB. Um, once again, a really well-built Twitter profile here that I do want to compliment him on. Look, class 25, quarterback, Ponderosa quarterback, uh, six foot one, 170 pounds. Already got that. Uh, automatic connection to his head coach for Ponderosa. It's got his quarterback coach, so you can ask some questions there. And then he already has an NCAA ID. Huddle linked in the profile. His pinned tweet is his regular season highlights. So let's see. Is there any, uh, any videos for this? No. Dang it. Let's see if there's any videos of Andrew working out this offseason. Nope, these don't look like videos. Oh, well, that's okay. But, uh, 
yeah, Andrew Idol, Ben Noblet, both really good talents. Um, both people that, you know, put in request forms here. Uh, sneak peek at some upcoming content if you look real close at that. And uh, just going to green these guys here. But, um, you know, if you do want your film broken down like those two guys, make sure to find us. Look, let's go over to Twitter. Check us out. Go, go, go to Playmaker's Corner. Here in the link tree, click on the link tree in the bio. Pulls this up. Film breakdown request form. Boom, 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 boom. Fill that out. You'll end up on our sheet and we'll get to you as soon as we can. So in order to find that, find us on social media at Playmaker Corner. Also on our link tree, you find us on one, you can find us on all. Find us on Instagram. Once again, Playmaker's Corner. Here we go. We have the link tree once again. Um, we're also on Facebook if you want to find us there. We're also on TikTok. Make sure to follow us on TikTok. Our link tree is also there. Thank you guys so much for 4,000 followers, by the way. Um, you guys have been awesome, and we've been promoting our Twitch stuff because uh, Simon is the only one who's actually on time with his TikToks here at PMC. Also, find us on YouTube where we post our Twitch streams. Um, you can find also some episodes here. Um, the Twitch stream from just a couple weeks ago, um, you know, where we kind of did stuff like that. We have a whole playlist for that. Um, that was a really long stream. This is another stream that I did with Coach V talking about quarterbacks. It is our favorite thing to do is talk about kind of some of these underclassmen QBs. So go ahead and follow us there. Also on Twitch, this automatically pulls up our Twitch. This is about to get meta because I'm just going to drag over our Playmakers Twitch here. Look, we're watching myself. It's going to start eating itself. But uh, anyways, go ahead and follow us on here. We are almost partnered. We're at 47. We're aiming for 50. So go ahead and subscribe so you get notifications on when we are doing Twitch streams. That'll be very, very helpful for us, you guys and gals. Because additionally to covering Colorado High School football next week, we have all women's flag football content for you and girls flag football. On the high school level, we have some interviews, maybe do some film breakdowns as well. The KCAC tournament is this weekend. Coach V will, you know, um, get us all caught up on Friday for what that's going to look like on Saturday and maybe do a little bit of a preview while we also do some of our normal power rankings and stuff from some Sun Conference games. I want to say that Cotty and Midland played today. Um, I'm going to double check the score of that. Hopefully they have it on demand so we can catch up on that. And if you want to listen to any of our film breakdowns, request episodes, or, you know, any of Coach V's stuff, on Fridays, talking about women's flag football. We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Um, shout out to the homie Anthony at Mile High Prep Report. But, um, you know, go ahead and find us on all those. Follow us on those so you get notifications for everything. And uh, go ahead and fill out that form if you want your film broken down. But uh, I have been your 15-minute absent host, Cody Stopper, on uh, this Twitch stream. And uh, we'll go ahead and catch you later. Please, please, please. Follow us on Twitch.